What's up, y'all? Another episode with your brothers from another mothers and fathers. Brother Luis, Brother Leon, this is In Motion. How you doing, Brother Luis? Doing all right, my man. Doing all right. How about yourself, man? And just chilling, chilling. I'm doing pretty good, brother. Doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. Just maxing and relaxing a little bit today. Uh, What about you, man? You on the road? You driving anywhere today? Are you already at your destination? I drove a little bit today. I only drove um, about four hours, four and a half hours, five hours today. We are came from Laredo to Washington. So I'm sitting just south of Seattle, about an hour south, 60 miles south of uh, Seattle, Washington. That's where I deliver tomorrow morning. So uh, they not they don't have overnight parking at the uh, you know receiver. So we we took the closest stop we can and kind of okay. just just chill here today. It's been a I got the slow last Tuesday. Yeah, last Tuesday, midday, mid-morning from Laredo, Texas. And, you know, it's through tomorrow. So it's been all week kind of like just chipping along. Um, I did get to uh, stop by the night on Friday and see the kiddos and sack. Kind of spend a little time with them. So um, I know I said I was going to hit you up. (laughs) But I did get get involved with the kids and and doing stuff, man. You know, I ain't tripping, brother. I mean, we, you know, we... We, you know, if nothing else, we get together at least once a week on this podcast, and we get to commune with one another and and feed each other a little bit of little bit of love through these words, adding our two cents yep, to yep. each other's dollar, and then everybody else is listening. They get a little little bit of that two cents, two for their dollar. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. But it's been a good week, man. It's been a slow week, uh, just chilling. You know, long ones, long routes like this. It's just you know, just driving every day. Kind of just split my driving. That's hit it hard in the beginning. I said as I get closer. Um, if I'm gonna have the weekend okay. somewhere, then I chilled out. I just had, I just took advantage, um, you know, that I was going through sack and just got there earlier and kind of be with the kids and stuff and some and visit uh, Ashley Graham's parents for the night in the afternoon and just kind of relax over there a little bit, kind of just kind of up and down yeah. with them, making sure um, borrowing a car and that kind of stuff uh, when we're in town. Oh, but yeah. other than that, uh, no, nah, and then we got back on the road, so half day. A little bit of driving Saturday, a little bit of driving today. Um, but okay. I, I've been stopped here. I mean, it's, uh, it's Sunday around 7 o'clock today that we're recording today. So, um, But I, I've been here since 11. Chill. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, man, that's what's up, brother. I mean, and that's one thing I do re- recall when I used to drive is that, you know, when you're driving so much, um, and I, I never had nothing quite like you have, but just driving to, um, for those that are familiar with California, um, up north, there's a place called Eureka. And um, it's probably about, from where I was working at, it was about roughly a five-hour drive. So, um, but, you know, you're doing that in the truck. So it takes, it might take about five and a half, depending on how much, you know, stuff you got loaded in. Cause you know, you get on a, you get on a hill on an incline yeah, yeah. and all of a sudden your truck can't even, they can't even pull the speed limit at that point. So <laughs> you're like, okay, well I'll get to the top of this hill. I get to the top of this hill. And then you, of course you come down and then you have to keep hitting the brakes. Cause now because of the weight, it's pushing you down the hill faster. So now you're trying to use your engine braking and your regular braking to slow the truck down. So you don't wind up, you know, driving off a cliff cause you can't slow down. <laughs> So, um, you know, and, 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 you know, and just doing that, then you have to get out, do the deliveries, 
And then once you get the deliveries done, it's drive to the next place to the delivery. And then, you know, that's like an 11 hour day. And at that point, it's like, man, I want to go, you know, sit down somewhere and relax for a bit. Cause now I'm wore out one from the, just the driving alone. And then you add the extra labor work of, you know, loading and unloading and, you know, and stocking um, product wherever you need to go. And like I said, it's different than what you're doing, but still I have nothing but respect for what you guys do because man, I, I, to some degree, I know how it is. No, definitely. It's just going up shots. I mean, it's beautiful. Um, I've been, I was watching the weather the whole way. Cause you know, we had this, the storms come through winter's storm yeah. in January, you know, end of January, we had that storm come through and I was, uh, I knew when I took off a second day, when I took off Wednesday and going through Arizona, I was looking at the weather and, uh, checking Twitter for, you know, California trance and all that. And I know like the 80 was being closed back and forth. I five North up here got closed, um, coming up Shasta and stuff, South Oregon. So I was keeping an eye on that. So it was part mm-hmm. of my plan. Like, okay, well they say the storm's going to pass through Friday. Then I just might as well just stay Friday and sack anyway. And just, I mean, just show the kids. It's no, I have no rush, no rush. And, um, uh, but it was open. It was it was good. I mean, it's been raining all day. It's raining up here again because I know this you know rainstorm or whatever is coming through this north uh, northwest states. So it's coming through. So it's just been rain, wet. Uh, but it's chilling. You know how rainy days goes. You don't want to be outside. Yeah. <laughs> you yep, don't want to yep, go anywhere. Yep. Uh, you don't want to do anything. So we we kind of just stay in a truck and chill. Um, you know, we take Nyla out to do her her. Her party and stuff, but we just stay yeah, in the truck. She got business to handle too. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. We that's the only thing we step out for. But now we just chill in the truck. I'll be up tomorrow and start the week again. And see what happens. See where we go and see how this um, weather semi as you know. Just keep an eye on weather. That's just just winter time for us out here and in, in the road. Just keep an eye on on winter and weather and road conditions, especially when you're up here in the in the mountain sections. Oh but, yeah, definitely. But it's been good, man. How's your week been? How you? Oh man, my week has been um, it's been filled with with a lot of ups and downs. We'll just say that, um, you know, it's something how when you're when you're self reflecting, um, and you're you know, a lot of people think it's crazy if you to talk to yourself, but uh, I know my mom when I was younger, you know, she's always talked to herself. I used to be like, Mama, who are you talking to? And she'd be like. Well, if you listening, I'm talking to you. And it's like, why? Well, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> so, no, 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 I do that so, all the time, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so when I'm having my self-talks, you know, it's like a self-reflection, um, looking over my life, uh, looking at different, you know, different decisions that were made, um, seeing how kind of like, I guess the best way to put it is like looking at a puzzle and, you know, how your life can be like a puzzle. And it's always putting the pieces together to make a clear picture. So sometimes you have to look back in your past to see the puzzle pieces that, you know, at one time you didn't know where they went in the puzzle. But now that you've gotten, you know, older, experienced a few things in life, then you can look back and go, oh, okay, I can see why this piece belongs here because that piece supports this piece. So I've been doing a lot of, of uh, reflecting and just putting puzzle pieces together that I didn't know made sense at one point in time in my life to create this clear picture. So 
you know, as, as that, as that process has been going on, you know, I've been, um, asking a lot of questions to myself about, you know, even my, my present and future. So, you know, I'm still getting a lot of the answers. Um, but it's not a, it's, 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 everything is good. Everything is definitely good. And it's, it's, it's definitely helping me to grow that much more as a, um, as a human being or as a being that's in a human body, however you want to put it, but it's helping me to grow and understand more about, you know, what it is that I'm truly going after and trying to achieve in this life. Oh, that's, that's what's important. I just got real deep. I'm sorry. No, no, you got, you, you got it. That's what we do. That's what we do. But no, it's, 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 it's just definitely important. I mean, we're, we're going straight at it, uh, but it's definitely uh, everything we we have been shared off and on, you know, lined. Uh, it's 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 about life. It's about putting things together. It's about figuring things out. And some things, you know, take time. Some things are circumstances changes. And like you said, as we get older, we all gain wisdom. You know, wisdom only comes through experience. And uh, you get experience as you go through life. And you get experience making, you know, good choices and making not so good choices. Uh, or some bad choices, you know, uh, making mistakes, making errors, yeah. failing. Um, you know, that's so so much deeper topics that we can talk about. But you know, we we have to fail in order to succeed. And as as contradicted as that sound, um, I've I've learned little by little, and that's that's a total thing. I mean, it's, it's totally how it works. You have to fail at some things in order to be able to succeed in life if you pay attention to your failures if you pay attention yeah. to your things if like you said if you make those self analysis of yourself your situation your relationship your surroundings your business you you have to uh you have to fail you have to fail if you don't fail at anything you yeah. don't learn you don't learn anything you never learn anything yeah if you don't fail if you don't think you fail at anything if you think you're always right or always perfect you're not learning anything in life and uh you know that whatever success you do have was given most likely by someone else other than yourself. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's, that's, that's life. What else man. Put in the work for that. I got you. Huh? Yeah. No, you're right, brother. I'm, I, no, I said, you're right. Yeah. Someone else put in the work for your, for your blessing. And, and that's something that's kind of something that I thought about, um, a, a, a little while ago is, you know, sometimes when it comes to, you know, us receiving blessings in life, or even fortunate times in our lives, a lot of times we spit on those things, especially if you're used to getting it. Right. You spit on it because you're like, there's no real appreciation for it. And I can tell you that, like, for instance, um, when I was incarcerated, it was the little things that I wanted the most. Like, you know, I remember saying while I was in there talking to other inmates, and I was like, Dude, it's a trip to being here because when I get out, one of the few things I definitely want to do is, you know, I want to take time and just go like to a marina or go to a beach or just go somewhere where there's water and just sit out and just look and just, you know, admire the beauty of nature. Um, you know, go on a hike through some trails and kind of just, you know, admire the beauty of nature, smell a flower, you know, and not not just roses, but just any, you know, any of the flowers that's out in the wild. And I was like, you know, it was little things like that when I was incarcerated. I was like, I can't do that because of where I'm at. 
Right. And so it was like those little things, a lot of times in life, we, we don't pay those things no attention because it's like, okay, I see it every day, so it's no big deal. But when, that, but when that's taken away from you or when you put yourself in a situation to where you cannot do those things, you then start to have a deeper appreciation for those things that you once took for granted. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, I, 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 I put that, I guess I learned a lot to start appreciating that even more in my life when, you know, when I got to travel around, um, going to, you know, Central America and different places. And um, the biggest thing for me was seeing not what they were lacking or what we thought was they're lacking based on, you know, the American dream mm-hmm. or basically, you know, the way we live out here in the States, but was seeing mm-hmm. how how they did more sometimes with less things <laughs> how they appreciated yeah, yeah. what the little bit that they have to a level that you know it makes sense when you see uh those families you know being able to come to the states how they you know they live to the max and they accomplish you know for the most you know for some part they, they do accomplish you know sometimes more than what us that been raised here all our lives or whatever you know um, and it's just the hard work yeah. and the hard performance to knowing that what the, what they they're gonna get out whatever they put in, um, and if they don't do that, yeah. you know they they like to take advantage. If they don't do that, they're not gonna go anywhere. You know, and some don't. You know, definitely they don't. And it's it's and it's mm-hmm. not about who you know whether from or, or race or, or or country or background. It's just your personality of who, you know knowing that you gotta earn what you're going to have and you have to work at it and you have to you know, keep, keep at it um, in order to accomplish it. And if, if, if it's given to you, um, then it's, you're not going to, you're not going to accomplish, you're not going to appreciate it at all. Um, you may, you may think you do, but you don't appreciate it because when you see other people, you might, you know, you, you take your car, you know, like you say, you, you may take your, your, your car and you have a nice car and you may take that for granted. Um, yeah. And when you don't have the car and you have to, you know, for us or, or for a young kid, for example, you know, you have a kid, a 15 year old who mom and dad bought them, you know, and uh, uh, maybe a used car, but, uh, you know, it's a BMW still or a Mercedes, you know, to go to school as their first car. And you have another 15 year old who being you know, working part time work, saving money to be able to get a little used, you know, hoopty or a little older Honda or a Mazda or an SUV or whatever, a little Ford just to be their first car. Um, they appreciate it more and to learn the value of hard work more than the kid who had that BMW for mom and dad. Um, yeah, and it necessarily yeah, and that's, that's true too. I mean, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily speaks bad what? from them, you know, because parents we want to give our kids the best, but I don't think, in my personal opinion, I don't think that's always the best uh, route to take if if they're not doing something for it. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing is you kind of I think that as as we've said before, you know, um, anything that you plan to achieve in life, achieve in life, there's going to be some type of payment that has to be made for it. And either it's you that's going to make the payment or someone else is making that payment. But when it's you that's making that payment, then the appreciation is a lot, a lot, uh, you, you just appreciate it more. It's just deeper with you than when someone else does it. Cause I mean, I, there's many times where, you know, even me in my life where um, I remember when I was 15, I really wanted a scooter. And at that time, um, that's when Honda Spree was out. Um, there was a lot of different ones that were out at that time. But there was a particular one called a Honda Spree. 
that I really wanted. And so um, I had went around like for, I don't know, years, me and my grandfather, we used to go around and collect cans like when I was really young and, you know, and he'd take me to the recycling yard and we'd cash the cans. And then, of course, there was the yep, cost. Yep. Of, you got a lot more money for back then than you do today. But um, but then we would take that money and just put it into, my, into a savings account for me. So what happened was when I got 15, and then I also worked, I had paper routes and all that kind of stuff too. So, but when I turned 15, I really wanted this, this Honda Spree. So what wound up happening was we paid for it with that money I used from my savings account for all those years. I don't mean, I don't know how much was in there at the time, but whatever was in there was enough to buy that. So I was able to get that Honda Spree and man, I loved having that thing. I used to, Man, I used to tear the streets of San Francisco up on that bad boy. <laughs> so, I so bet, I bet. you know, but it was, it was definitely something that that I got for myself. Whereas, a, whereas, maybe a year before, I really wanted this bicycle, and my grandparents bought it for me. And I liked the bike. I'm not going to sit here and act like I didn't like the bike, but there was a deeper, I guess you could say, connection wise. There was a deeper connection to the spree because. I paid for it. Whereas to the bike, I didn't spend a single dime for it. It was just a birthday gift. So, you know, um, there came a time where I was just like, eh, eh, you know, it was just no big deal. You know, your first month or two, you love everything you get, you know, the first month or two, or maybe even first 90 days after that, you start seeing other stuff that you want and you see somebody else on something better or whatever it is. And then you start looking like, huh, I got mines, but that right there, though, ooh, that's kind of clean. I kind of, I wish I had that one. So, you know, and it's kind of, I think our life is always ever looking to improve. And sometimes it's improvement in, you know, um, yourself or improvement in your situation. But a lot of times that comes from seeing someone else with something that's what you would consider more valuable or better. And cause sometimes what they have isn't better. It's just different. Right. And so, you know, but, but it depends on what in your mind, what you see it as. Cause right now I have a Maserati now and I, I love my car a lot. <laughs> I adore my car, but there are times where I'll see a Ferrari or I'll see a, a McLaren or, or even an Aston Martin. I'm like, Oh, that's really clean. But, the difference is I don't look at them in the way of, Ooh, I wish I had to. I look at it as an appreciation. Like, okay, that's a, that's a dope vehicle. That's an exotic car. That's kind of clean. You know, uh, I bet the person is really happy with it. So I don't look at it the same way because I really wanted this. I wanted this Maserati for a long time and it, in the right situation came for me to finally get one. So I don't look at other cars in that way. That doesn't mean I don't want, another exotic car. Cause I do want a McLaren too, but nice. I don't want to give up my Maserati for the McLaren. If it came down to either, or I'm keeping my Maserati, <laughs> but I'd like to add the McLaren to my, you know, to my, to my, what most people would consider a dream car. Right, right. So, you know, but it all comes down to how you value things in your own eyes and how you see things in your own eyes. And, you know, so sometimes just seeing other people with stuff it can either make you be envious and want what they have, or it can either it can challenge you to say, you know what, 
I like what they got. I want something similar. How can I put myself in a position to get something like that? Right. But that's a key word right there. You just said, how can I put myself in the position to be able to get not necessarily what the other person have, but be able to be able to afford or be able to do the things that I want to do. And then I see for myself to do and be able to get those materialistic things because they're great. Uh, you know, house included, house, land, property, whatever, business, you know, vehicles, motorcycles like we are into. We all want our toys. Mm-hmm. But how do we put ourselves in that position to be able to do that? And that's, that's kind of part of, you know, one of the things I, I wanted to talk about today as well. Because, um, you know, uh, what's say Dave Ramsey has a saying. And I, I heard it the other day last week. And, and it kind of just stayed in my mind throughout the week of live today like no one else so you can live tomorrow like no one else. Mm. And, you know, I just kind of kept thinking about it uh, in my situation, you know, and in, in, in a lot of probably our, some of our least in our situations, hopefully, but just in my situation, being able to, you know, not, you know, being able to make the decision to sacrifice, like, I, you know, we don't have a place and uh, just out here being on the road and the sacrifices that Ashley and I have made being out here. But, and I just kind of just, I, I, it stuck with me because it's like I'm doing now, you know, I wish I would have learned this earlier in life, definitely. Uh, I did make some sacrifices back then, but it was not the same to the same level, the same goals, not to reach those goals. It was kind of reaching other goals that would be inputted in me. Um, mm-hmm. But now that I'm doing, working towards my goals, working towards my dreams to the fullest, you know, that, that really stuck with me when I heard it last week and, and of live today, you know, be able to sacrifice, be willing to sacrifice what no one else is willing to do so mm-hmm. I can live the way I want to later. So, you know, work hard now so I can play hard later. Um, and that's, that's what I'm doing. And I just want to kind of touch on that and see, you know, pick your brain out and just kind of uh, touch that basis of, of, you know, what it is um, to be able to make those choices in your life. And, and, you know, for those who are listening, you may not be able to necessarily do what I'm doing necessarily, you know, kind of sell your house and everything and be, you know, just work on the road or whatever. If you're, if you're you know, if you're a truck driver, or if you're coming to the truck or do exactly this, you, know, you have family, kids and things like that. There's biggest things, you know, bigger things that you have to think of. But it doesn't mean that it doesn't apply to the fact that, you know, if you want to reach your goals in your life, if you want to reach uh, the capabilities, like you said, of being able to uh, have what you have seen out there that you wish you had, and you, man, I wish I could, you know, afford that car, afford that McLaren, or even like afford a Maserati, <laughs> you know, uh, or the porch or whatever. Um, for me, you know, one of my one of my dream cars is a Ferrari. Uh, I do that, that mm-hmm. would be like a total dream. I don't necessarily think about it very hard right now. Uh, right now, mm-hmm. I'm kind of at the at the dream that I would love to buy me a Jeep because <laughs> uh, I love Jeep and four wheelers. And for some reason, I do like Jeeps uh, since I was small. But, you know, that that's for me. But as far as a fancy car, if I think so, you know, if you start thinking about, for us guys, start thinking I like it by cars or motorcycles, um, you know, I like a Ferrari. Uh, I've always liked it since the mm-hmm. Magnum days, Magnum shows. 
you know, definitely. Oh, <laughs> man, Magnum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. That was my favorite show. Just looking at the cars, I'm like, man, that's a nice car. And, of course, as the years have passed and the new Ferraris come out and a different version, it just gets nicer and nicer. Um, but I, I, I work, you know, that would be a dream car for me. doesn't need to be brand mm-hmm. new, but that would be a dream car for me uh, to have. But I have to work hard. You know, I didn't learn that earlier in life. So if you're listening to this, hopefully in your in, you know, early in life, your 20s or you're in 30s, no matter what time you're in. But if you're early in your ages and, and, and you know, young enough, uh, still like we are, you know. You got to play hard. You got to work hard so you can play hard later. You, you can't mm-hmm. you cannot. Uh, I think we make the mistakes of wanting to we work hard a little bit and we see that we're approaching it you know let's say we save some money up and then it's like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna buy this and buy that and, and you're gonna pause the the uh, advancement you're gonna pause the process because instead of waiting till later for something that you don't certainly need you 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 want to reward yourself with something big too soon um mm-hmm. so i don't know what are you what what's your mind your your thought process on that well I kind of look at things as, you know, I kind of want to address one thing you said before I get into that. So one thing I was thinking about a second ago is that, you know, that when you're young, you know, you kind of, a lot of times we want to achieve certain things, but we have no real basis other than because it's me. Well, because I said I want to achieve this, I'm going to achieve this. Right. And that's a wonderful way to look at it, but there are still some actions you have to put into place in order for whatever it is that you're trying to achieve to happen. So nothing's going to just work because you're you. Because everybody believes that when they're young, is that, oh, yeah, when, man, when I get like 21, dog, I'm going to be working, you know, I'm be working in, in this big office building. I'm going to be making all this money, and now I'm going to be buying all kind of cars and stuff I want. That sounds wonderful, but it doesn't just happen because it's you. It has to be, other things have to be in place in order for that to happen. And also the way that you think has to be in a thought process of that. You can't be saying this is what you're going you're gonna to achieve, but then in your mind or to yourself, you're really too busy trying to, uh, we're not trying, you're too busy um, thinking the complete opposite. So you're saying one thing, but what you're, what you're projecting out is words, but your actions are nowhere in line with what you're trying to achieve. So you're saying, I want to be this rich person. I'm going to have all this money. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be this big rapper. I'm going to be this big ball player, whatever I'm going to be. But it's just talk until the actions start lining up with the words. And if the actions aren't lining up with the words, you're not going to achieve anything you're talking about other than just more talk. And then, Years will pass, and then before you know it, you'll be like, oh, man, when I was younger, I should have did this, 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 and this. If I just knew, trust me, you know, because there's people telling you right now. <laughs> you got to take advantage right. of the situation right now. Don't wait until you get 30, 40, or say, oh, when I get 30, now I'm going to get serious. No, if you want to be retired when you're 30, you need to be serious at 18. You know, you can't be, you can't be serious 
at 26 or 27 or 28 and then be like, I'm going to retire at 30. You're only giving yourself two years to accomplish what it is you're trying to accomplish. Give yourself as much time as you can so that you can retire at 30. You can retire at 40, you know. And when I say retire, that just means retiring from the current career you're in because life still goes on. So you still have to find other things to do to occupy your time. You're not going to just, you know, do those things and then sit back and and get in a rocking chair and just rock yourself for the next (laughs) 40, 50 years and be like, oh, life was wonderful until I got 30 and then I retired. And then this is all I decided to do was sit in the rocking chair and rock for the rest of my life. So you still have to find other things to do to, um, to get yourself in line with what you're trying to accomplish. So, um, but as far as the actual going out and trying to accomplish something or putting yourself in a position to accomplish something, you know, I think once again, a lot of it has to do with mindset. You know, you have to be real serious about what it is that, that you're looking to do or, or that you're looking to achieve. And I keep saying achieve you guys. The reason why I say that is because in life, we're all trying to achieve something. So it's trying to figure out what is it that you're trying to achieve and knowing what it is that you're trying to achieve and then putting those wheels in motion to achieve that. And sometimes you don't have a, a um, the plan doesn't come to you immediately. Sometimes it takes time for you to get that plan. That's why you start as soon as possible as opposed to starting later because it may take a couple of of um, bumps and bruises before you actually get to the place where, oh, I can now achieve this. So, you know, and then another thing I want to throw out there at you guys is Brother Luis said it, and I, I am guilty of saying this too, and that is, you know, our dream thing, like our dream car, our dream house our dream vacation. Well, one thing we want to start, start doing is stop chasing dreams and start catching them. So let's start catching those dreams. You know, it's fun to chase them, but it's even funner when you catch them. I've been, I was chasing the Maserati for since 2009. I got it in 2018. That's a lot of chasing. So it took me a while to catch it. So, you know, so, Make sure that in these dream scenarios of these dreams, things you, these dream things you want, that they don't just remain a dream. Make sure it's something you go after and you actually catch it and don't just chase it. Because chasing is fun, but it's only fun if you catch it. Yeah. Other, other than that, we spend a lot of time daydreaming. I was, I was just, that's yeah, the word oh, kind of can't seem, can't seem my mind, just like daydreaming. And, uh, I just came in reality with that because I, I used to do that a lot. Just, man, I wish, you know, you, you just sit down and you go, your mind just goes limbo. <laughs> like where you wish you would mm-hmm. be, uh, you know, when you were talking about, you know, when you're younger, you start thinking about, oh, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Um, and that's, you're, you're daydreaming. Now, there's nothing wrong with dreaming. There's nothing wrong with, with having a dream of what you want to do. But at some point, uh, and hopefully the earlier the better, you start working towards that dream start working towards that um let that be a uh the fuse the fire the plan the goal to make you to work towards it and that everything that you do is lining up towards that including your failures mm-hmm. including what you try to do and didn't work it doesn't mean oh i'm not going to accomplish that no it just means that that part didn't work and you need to analyze what didn't work learn from that and keep moving 
and keep adjusting to continue working towards that goal, continue working towards the uh, uh, the accomplishment that, that you want to make for your life. Because it, life doesn't stop. Um, as Chris, mm-hmm. you know, as, as we shared before, you know, goals and, um, you know, we accomplish goals and, and that's great. But that when we finish that one, we need to have another one. You know, that's just step mm-hmm. one. Uh, so we keep chasing something um, like, you know, the example that you gave, you retire early. We all wish we could retire early in life as far as, you know, not having to be tied up to a, a nine to five to be able to to live and support and pay bills. And some there's nothing wrong with that if you have to do that. Uh, and some of us do have to do that. And it's fine. It's OK. It's nothing wrong. You just got to be content and, and be proud of the work that you put. Uh, towards what you want to do now if you haven't given it your all and you're listening to this then it's time to maybe give it your all so you can be the you know like the army said be the best that you can be right and and to have no regrets and have have be able to look back and say you know i may have took me a while to figure things out but i did figure it out and i did the best that i could um with the rest of my life and you know, right now where I'm at, I'm happy. I'm enjoying my kids are better. My, you know, I've left some stuff for generational blessings for other generations in my family. And, you know, I pushed them to another level. Um, you know, I was happy when I visited the kids. I, I'll share this. And I don't want to say too much about it yet because they're still on the uh, development process of things. Um, but before I left my, my two older daughters, uh, short story, as best I can, Angel, who's, uh, my granddaughter's mother. <laughs> yeah, you know me. As short as I can, you guys know me with my stories. But, um, you know, years ago, early teens, you know, early teens, she's asked about, you know, I was encouraged about being an entrepreneur, starting your own business. Don't don't re- don't rely on a nine to five. Like, I'm going to work nine to five and that's it. Like, And for me, I, that's just been my mentality. Like, I don't rely on just the job. Like, I have to have plan B, maybe a plan C, and be able to create an income um, regardless of the situation, you know, and mm-hmm. um, she used to like to bake. Like she wanted to bake and stuff when she was probably sixteen years old. She wanted to bake, and you know that's this is before. Like I, I just saw the little start of all the little cupcake stores that blew up afterwards. But I was telling her like, "Hey, why don't you do cupcakes?" You know, I see a few stores. You know, that seems to be you know blowing up. Start doing some cupcakes and 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 learning how to do that. And I'll you know I bought her all a bunch of baking tools and pans and and things and books and uh, 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 those um, frosting you know tools to put frosting on the cupcakes. I bought her a bunch of stuff. And you know unfortunately she got distracted. She didn't she didn't kind of fall got full into it. And then you know I started seeing all the shows on Netflix. at then of you know, cupcake this, cupcake that. And I looked at her and I was, I would look at her like, you see, I told you, <laughs> you could do so. <laughs> like, see, you, you, you could have been there. Out. Yeah, I was like, you could you have been up there, you know, and, and whatnot. But for fast forward, um, I went to the house. Of course, this Friday when I was leaving, she's asking me about, you know, um, how, how do I make designs, logos, and things like that for my businesses. And uh, so I'm kind of just telling her, well, yeah, you know, I do, do this and that. And I'm thinking she's talking about, you know, the baby daddy because he does some stuff. And she's like, well, you know, Gloria and I, Gloria's my my oldest, that Gloria and I started doing our candle business. I'm like, you know, we, we're on R&D process. That's what they're doing. Okay. I'm like, really? 
It's like, yeah, yeah. So they took me to the closet, to the hallway in the closet. They have, you know, all, a, a bunch of things they're testing on. And I actually brought a couple that I got to wait till next week to, to, to be able to turn one or two on. Um, then we started talking about that. But I was so proud that even though she's, you know, she's working at Walmart, she's 23, you know, she's going to school. Walmart's paying for it. She's investing in Walmart stock uh, at work. You know, she's way more thinking a little bit more ahead. I know she's still home or whatever for right now, but she's looking into her apartment uh, and things like that. But I was so proud just to see them think outside the box than just their nine to five. Um, something for themselves, wow. you know. And wow. I started asking them questions because, of course, I've, I've always looked at businesses and I've had my own. So I started asking questions. Have you looked at this? Okay, you looked at that. And uh, have you looked at a website? And what do you going to name it? And, you know, well, we can do this. Well, we can do that. Um, you know, I'll make the logo. It's their business. They're running in. I was just super proud to be able to, to know that they started doing something for themselves. Um, and, and they're pushing. You know, they're doing R&D and they're doing a ride and they're doing investment. So I'm just going to. Yeah, super proud daddy at the moment, but what's up, brother? Yeah, it's just that of you know you have to you have to work, and the the earlier you know they're in their twenties, um, you know mm-hmm. Gloria, Gloria's twenty five, going to twenty six, you know Angel's twenty three, so they're still in their twenties. They're young enough. And I'm like, even even if they they're gonna make some mistakes in the process, but I'm gonna keep encouraging that because they can make it happen. You know, they can make it happen. They can succeed. You know, a door can open and boom. Um, and that's all I want for my kids to be able, I don't care if you go to school and you have a career somewhere to begin with, but have a plan B, invest in something, invent something for yourself. If you, if you want to be above average, because I believe that's the, mm-hmm. that's the only way we can nowadays. And I know, you know, 2020 happened and, and 2021 is still here and we're still, you know, going through some little struggles and all that as, as a nation. Um, but that that doesn't mean we need to stop dreaming. We need to stop working towards it because, you know, it's going to pass us by, right? Um, we all yeah. saw. I don't know much about it. I think you know more about it than I do. But you know, we all saw this stuff with GameStop stock, and the other day that was a big oh, deal man. with all over the news and this and that. And it man. was like, what in the world is going on? I know. Man. I was. I was like. I had just started, like, I'm starting to look into that kind of stuff right now. Um, yeah. I'm just starting, like, I'm just learning. You know, I'm looking at videos. Yeah. I'm reading, you know, listening to books. I'm just kind of finding information. Uh, and and yeah. you and I talked about it a little bit. But I saw that. I was like, what's going on? So I started pushing a little bit more. And then I started looking, like, I look at the graph that shown up in, yeah. one, in that, you know, Robin Hood app or whatever. Indicators. Yeah, and it was like, Indicators. man. That was so low. If I wish I would have known before <laughs> about this, I would have, you know, it would have been some money right now because I, I do have games. Like I've played some yeah. PlayStation One and you know Nintendo and right. all that kind of stuff. Like I would right. never, never even thought about that. That would have been like a, a an awesome experience um, to be able to you know make some money. But you live and learn. It still doesn't discourage. Yeah. You know, you keep on going and get into it. Do it as you know. Learn as much as we can and, and, and invest in some stuff. But you got to think outside the box. You got to think outside the box. You can't just stay with, with the, uh, you know. The norm. The, the what? Norm. I was saying the norm. Right. You can't just stay with the norm, which is, you know, I go to school. I go graduate high school, go to college, maybe get my associate or bachelor's because now that's, you know, before 
before it was just high school diploma. Now, you know, you have to have a bachelor's degree at least <laughs> for the most part. But even just go to high school, graduate, and just have, you know, get a job or whatever, and then and then that's it. No, I mean, there's, there's so much more uh, information and opportunity now than, than at least that I'm aware of than where I was, you know, when we probably you and I were growing up, that the information that's out there and available for us to succeed to a higher level. Um, and I, I think the, you know, the opera people know that. There's something that opera people yeah. know that. The people that's been up there this whole time, you know, thinking they're holding all the secrets, they're, they're realizing that those secrets are, are out. <laughs> they're out yeah. and there's a lot yeah. there's, there's a lot of us going for them yeah I think that with that GameStop I mean just to briefly speak about it for a moment it was interesting because like the day before it shot up I, I can't explain to you guys how this works with me but there are many times where you guys remember the exercise we did where we was talking about the real you is on the inside so that inside of me was like, look at GameStop. And so I, I like glanced at it for a second and the stock was in a, you know, it was like probably trading at that time about maybe I think about around $40 a share. And so I looked at it and, and then I was like, uh, no, nah, I don't like the indicators on this. So I think I wanted to buy like Apple or I bought something else. And so then the next day, literally, actually that night in the after hours, GameStop jumped from $40 a share to like $90. Wow. And then the next morning when I got up to, you know, do what I normally do, in the begin before pre-market, before the market opened, it was already at uh, probably $105. And I was like, dang. And then, of course, as the trading day went on, it, I think it finished the day at like one, probably 170, 150, somewhere in there. And then, of course, I'm looking at it throughout the day and I'm like, all right, well, you know, I'm thinking of that old saying, what, what goes up must come down. So I'm like, okay, so it jumped up that quick in a whole day. So that means that it's probably going to be on its way back down the next day, which then stopped me from buying it again. <laughs> so as soon as the market closed, it jumped up again. It went from 170 something to like 200. And I was like, no. And then the next morning when it opened and the market started going, it was, it finished the day at like 250. So now wow. my mind, okay, it's going to come down now. It, it has to. It just went up way strong for the last two days. There's no way it's going to go up for a third day strong. So it stopped me once again from buying it. And then guess what happened the next day? It jumped up another $100. And I was like, I can't believe it. That's crazy. And then, of course, you get the news after that about what happened and the little investment group and how they decided to take on the big boys. So, but sometimes with stock, I just get this little, the little voice inside me just says, hey, get this. And sometimes it even gives me as much as, okay, sell it at this price or buy it at this price. And in this case, the only thing it said was look at GameStop. So I looked at it, which is what I did, but I didn't make no, I didn't take no actions. Now, if I had taken actions, when that thing was at $40 or it was like, it may have been like 30 something, but I would have probably bought a option contract for like 40 bucks 
if I had done that and kept that contract for quote unquote all three days, I would have had $35,000 from maybe a $50 contract. Wow. So, you know, and that's, and I ain't going to kick myself for it, but cause there's a lot of times where I've completely listened and, and wind up getting a good little game. But in this case, this would have been the biggest game I would have ever gotten. If I <laughs> so so you know, that would have been a major game for me, but you know, but I think that once again with us, a lot of times we have that little voice inside of us that tells us to make a move. And then what we'll do is we'll talk our own selves out of making the move. We talk about everything that can go wrong. Oh, well, if I do that, then I could lose it all or, or this can happen or that can happen. So we pretty much, we pretty much, um, you know, stop our own progress. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, we stop our own progress. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. No, I was was just going to say, you know, they're big, our, our first enemy is ourselves. Definitely. So, you know, it's like you can have, you can know for sure that something is right. Like, you know, something within you is like, this is right. And you know, this is right. But then we will talk ourselves out of doing it because that means if we listen to that thing that is right, then that means we're going to have to disrupt our comfort. And we don't want to disrupt our comfort. So what do we do? We talk ourselves out of it. Right. And that's just something that we do. Because we, we, we know that the thing that's interesting is this. Is that a lot of people want change in their life. But the thing is, is when you want to make a change in your life or you want more money or more whatever it is that you, that you really desire to have because you feel like I'm here, I've been here for so long, I need to change. But the problem is, is that we don't like to be uncomfortable. We want the change to be a comfortable change. We want it to be like a subtle change to where we don't have to change anything about us just the situation changes and it just works in our favor. Once again, that whole, oh, this should just happen because it's me. And that's what we want. We don't want to, okay, well, if I do this, then that means this is going to change. That's going to change. This part of my life that was comfortable is no longer going to be comfortable. It's going to be very uncomfortable, maybe for a little while, maybe for a long while. But do I really, really, really want to put myself in a position to where the change is going to happen. Yeah. And that's the real question we have to ask ourselves is, are we ready when we say we want these different things or we desire these certain things, or we want to achieve certain things? Are we really ready for the change that's going to come from that? Cause there's going to be a, ch- if you really going to go down that path, things about you, about your surroundings, about the people, you know, it's going to change. It's, it can't stay comfortable and still have the change. No, and I, I'll, I'll go further than that. I was I was listening uh, about a two months ago, uh, audio book, and it's it's a book if you haven't listened. I think it's a good short book on audio, uh, short audio book to listen to. Uh, it's on F yourself. I'm not going to say the word, but on F yourself by Gary uh, Bishop, Gary John Bishop. Uh, okay. I, I was and one okay. of the one of the, his chapters uh, that he talks about is um, be willing. And he goes to different topics, but I just grabbed on that. So you got to be willing to make the change. You got to be willing and be ready to make that change. 
um, to make things happen. I see what you're saying. You know, it's not, you have to be willing to get, be uncomfortable. You have to be willing to speak up. You have to be willing to step up to the game, um, to be able to get to where you want to be. If you're not willing to do those things, if you're not willing to change what you know you need to change, you, you know, whether it's job, attitude, thought process, uh, relationships, uh, or, you know, cut off, bring on, you know, shorter, eliminate, add on, whatever, whatever it is that you know that you've analyzed and you have to do in your life in order to accomplish what you want to accomplish. If you're not willing to do it, you're never going to do it. It's just going to be a dream. It's just going to be a thought process. It's just you're going to stay where you're at. You're going to keep thinking about it, thinking about it. And, and you may tell yourself, oh, I want to do this. But are you willing? Are you at the point that you're willing to take action? Um, you know, mm-hmm. because you, if, if you don't, if you're not willing inside, tell yourself if you're not willing to accept uh, the good with the bad, if you're not willing to accept the challenge, if you're not willing to take the risk, um, you know, then you're not, you're never going to make it right. You know, um, and, and just about every, uh, every aspect of, of things working from, you know, working out business. Um, you know, we're talking about investing, you know, you, you know, you can either you, you risk much that, you know, you have the chance of winning much, but yeah, you, you also have to be willing understanding that if you risk much, you're, you might lose much. But at the same time, you can gain much. Mm-hmm. So you, you just have to be aware and willing to understand and go through that process. Uh, and you have to be willing to fail. That's something. You have to be willing to fail in the process, but not stay stuck when you fail, but learn from that failing and knowing that you're going to fail and that just makes you stronger later on. It's just going to make you stronger um, in, all, in, all, in all aspects of life. Anything that, that we fail at, Everything that I felt at has just made me stronger because of it, and mm. and and once I've I've realized where I failed, uh, I've been able to fix it. If if something that I need to fix, whether it's about myself, uh, my thought process, um, is business. You know, if I, you know, if I didn't have good customer service in the beginning, I, I realized that if I was failing at delivering. You know, my photos on time to my clients when I said I was going to do it uh, because I wasn't willing to edit them when I had the time to edit because I wanted to watch TV. I'm going to be quite honest. You know, I did that in the beginning. I, yeah. I had those struggles like, oh, OK, I got to mm-hmm. edit, you know, in a, in a wedding. You know, I would shoot fifteen hundred to three thousand pictures and I got to go through each one of those, you know, and I had to spend the time to do it. But I have to be willing to do it because if I told them I was going to have them their pictures in two weeks. You know, and I have other clients and I had a nine to five or I have other businesses that I have to take care of, you know, to bring income to the house. But I have to be willing to put that sacrifice and that time to accomplish uh, what I said. I set myself to accomplish. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. So I feel that, man. That's man, brother. You you made me think about something else. I was thinking about um, 2017. So 2017, I was working for Chevron. And at the time, well, I was working for a company called California Retail Management, and they own Chevron stations. Okay. And so at that time, I was working, um, I was working, I had four shifts. I worked um, two day shifts, and I worked two graveyard shifts. So the graveyard shifts were always Thursday, Friday. So what would happen is on Friday, there was track days. 
that you would go to. And then this is when Y2 Wheels, you know, I'd already had Y2 Wheels going for a while, but now it's like in 2017, I made a commitment like, okay, I'm going to really get this company going. So what I was doing was I would work a graveyard shift Friday, get off work at six in the morning. I would already have my gloves, my backpack, I mean, my backpack, my gloves, my sleeping bag, um, a blow up mattress. I'd have all that already in my SUV. And then I would drive to the track right after work and then go sell gloves. Mm. And so I wouldn't go to sleep until, and you know, you've been to a few track days, you know, them cats yep, don't yep. go to sleep early. No so way. It's going to track day at 5 PM. They're still up drinking and partying and playing music and having a good time. And so, you know, I got to join in the festivities. I can't just go there and just be all business. So I got to go there, join in, you know, shake hands and, and kiss babies and all that stuff <laughs> like politicians do when it's time for election. So I'm going to each track day I can go to um, on days I'm off. Because uh, sometimes, you know, maybe I would, you know, ask for a certain day off to, to, to do something else for my business. But it was like there was no rest. So it was like I was working seven days a week. Because here it is, I'm working Monday through Friday at work, but getting off work Saturday morning at 6 a.m. and then going straight to the track for the weekend to push um, mainly our gloves. So I'm at the track the whole weekend, and that wasn't just track days. I was also going to the amateur races. So I was... I was staying busy. So I was missing out on all the fun. All my friends are posting, going on rides on Facebook. Oh, we rode here. We rode there. Oh, we going to sit at this person's house and chill and eat. And they going to barbecue. And I'm like, damn, I have, I ain't took a break yet. I'm, you know, I'm up here selling gloves and, you know, and trying to gain momentum for the company. And that momentum gained me a lot of vendors I got to meet a lot of wonderful people. Um, a lot of people started buying more than just gloves. They started buying suits from us, shoes from us, jeans from us, Kevlar hoodies from us. So I had to put in the time though. It couldn't, it wasn't going to happen if all I did was talk about it and just work my regular nine to five and just, okay, well, I really don't feel like going to attract this weekend. So I'll just go next weekend. Yeah. Because of course, the moment you come up with the first excuse, then that's going to always be an excuse every time. Or you'll keep finding another excuse not to get started and then putting yourself, putting it off to the very last minute to where you have no choice but to do it yeah, or just, just lose it. Yeah, it just starts going downhill from there. Definitely. Yeah, but I remember those days. How I was uh, my early years in California. Uh, I was one of those guys posting rides. <laughs> I was, I was right. one of the guys right. posting rides and going to rides and posting pictures. <laughs> um, I'm sitting there at the track, like, okay, yeah, I'm at the track, but I'm not riding. I'm I'm working. Yeah, you know, work. I'm trying to get my company off the ground, and I and I realized it was going to take a Herculean amount of effort in order for that to happen. And eventually, I quit. I had to quit Chevron because. It was like, okay, I'm actually now, because of how hard I'm, as people say, hustling or, or, or whatever you want to call it, because I was out there hustling that hard, I was actually making more income from Y2 Wheels 
than I was from working at Chevron, which to me then was like, okay, I can put now, if I quit doing this, I can put more time in, and, and which is what happened. I quit and I started putting way more time in. But I still was, but then at least this, at this point, I was able to at least go on a couple rides here and there. But still, now it became Monday through Sunday, just working only on my business. And sometimes that's what it's going to take if you're really trying to achieve something and you're really trying to get yourself out there. It takes more than just posting on social media all the time. You have to, you have to actually get out there and get moving unless what you're doing is social media involved. Then, okay, well, then you need to, that needs to be your main focus. But if that's, if it's more than that, then you have to be able to put yourself out there another way so that people can see you, people can know who you are, people can understand who you are. And I can say that in our local area, you know, uh, even when Luis was here, you know, I'm someone who's well known you know, yep. by a lot of people in the motorcycle community. So, and I'm not known for drama. I'm not known for craziness. I'm known for mainly having gear and then just being a great guy or being a nice guy. I won't say great. I don't want to toot my horn too loud, but for being a nice guy <laughs> and someone who's cool. You are so, a great you guy. Know, that's, and that's the reputation that I've built in, in, this, in, in our local area. And, you know, and eventually I'm going to have to take it out of our local area and start going to other areas so that I can be that guy there too. So, you know, and that's, but I understand that that's what it's going to take for that type of success. Yeah. Now, now and, and, and one thing I would just want to add to that is that you probably, you know, for us out there or you out there, or you're listening, you might look at um, somebody that you follow on social media and see all those posts of, you know, just bringing Leon's example, being on the track, taking pictures, posting, you know, selling, you know, being able to connect with different people. And he's out there and you might think about, man, look at all he's doing. I, I wish I could do all this. You know, it might be, I don't know, somebody in whatever, whether they're baking or, or they're, you know, selling houses, real estate and they're traveling and they're, you know, doing things and taking pictures. And you're just judging them based on social media, but not realizing and not knowing mm that you don't know the background they're they're working seven days a week they're they're working they have probably have a job you know they they nine to five that they do and this is this is their passion so they're working extra time and this is what they're pushing so they're working extra time and for everybody else out there now that social media is a big thing you know you might be thinking oh they're living you know their their business is going great and they're they're living their life the way they want to they're you know they're working towards that dream the way they want to yeah, but we, you don't know what what the history behind it is. You know, you don't know the, the struggles. You don't know that the the household that is being happening. So, uh, at the same time, don't always judge the person by what you see on the outside because you don't know. You have to be able to want to also go through the beginnings of things. You can't. You're not gonna get what they have if if you're if you're looking at. I wish I had to reach those goals. You're not gonna get to reach those goals unless you went through the history that the steps that they went through from the beginning. So uh, you got to go through the hustle. You have yeah. to work. Um, and just going back, you know, you, you just, just to. to that quote, you have to, you have to, if you want to make it, you know, and, and it's hard if you, if, if you, if you're coming from, and I'm going to just say straight out, if you're coming from, you know, a low income family and you're, you're, your family, you know, you like what we say lives in the ghetto and you, they make those sacrifices and, um, 
you know, they probably had it worse when they were growing up, but that's what they, you know, brought you up for. And they're, you have the opportunity and you want to get out of there and do better for your future. You got to hustle now. You had to hustle now. You have to be willing to, like, like the quote said, you have to be willing to live like no one else so you can live like no one else later on. Um, and I'm really going to, I'm going to steal that one and I'm going to keep repeating that myself to that. And, and I hope you grab that too, because it is completely true. However, however, you, however you want to put it to you in your mindset, you have to make the sacrifice. Now you have to do the hustle. Now you have to work the two jobs. Now you have to work the two, the three jobs, including your business. You have to, you know, be out there on the weekends and, and say no. Uh, that's another topic we can talk about, you know, be, be, it's okay to say no. It's okay to say no. So you don't have to say yes to everybody and anything. Share your story on that, man, before we get off of here. You got to share your story about that. About, the uh, oh, the weekend that I had? <laughs> about, about, about being able to sometimes, sometimes, even when it seems like you shouldn't do it, but sometimes you got to say no. Yeah, definitely. So, quick. Oh, here we go. I start another story. You know, we got a lot of stories for you guys today. But, um, well, a couple, oh, not at least last weekend, but the weekend before, uh, well, the last two weeks, um, my job, you know, I'm usually the guy that I, I don't like to say no. I hustle. I work. Um, my history growing up is always being, you know, being that yes man on uh, whether it sucks for me, I'll do whatever it takes to to accomplish what um, my, you know, my job requires me to do. The other weekend, I uh, I was going to to that trip to Fort Worth, which I think I, I shared on the last podcast or anything. But I was going to trip to Fort Worth, and last minute, after my uh, driver manager or whatever knew that I had plans, and it was all clear that I was going to have a thirty four hour reset. Um, you guys can look it up. Not sure what that is and truck driving, but you know, with all that, I made plans. You know, Friday they try to change that on me last minute. One of the planners tried to change and. Uh, basically, I was going to change load with another driver, um, which I understood his point. He was trying to get home, and I was the closest person delivering in Dallas, and he, could, he was going to Tulsa. That was home. Um, but they wanted to change the loads Friday morning and then keep driving to Laredo rather than stay in Dallas like I already had plans for the weekend till till Saturday, Sunday afternoon, Monday morning. Um, that's planned. So my my in the past, I would have been frustrated and upset but not said not said a thing like i would have just done it i would have mm-hmm. i would have figured it out how to cancel what i had to cancel change plans with family or whatever and say i'm sorry oh i have to do this that that would have been mean in the past like just give in and be frustrated you know hear it hear it i would have let uh you know ashley probably be screaming at me in the ear like why are you doing this and that well i'm working and working and that would have created another commotion you know out here personally just to do no, I didn't want to look bad to the company like I fought, fought back. Um, mm-hmm. But no, I, I I made, you know, I've, I've what's one of the changes I've been doing about myself is like, I, I, if I have to say no, I got to say no. If I have to fight back, I got to fight back. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with you fighting for yourself. Uh, and and as long as you're 100% sure you're, you're fighting for the right th- reason and uh, you're not, you know, you're not breaking policies or rules and you're just doing it because you want to. Uh, yeah, I think you guys know what I mean. But yeah, I had to fight back. Uh, long, you know, long story short, already uh, I had to fight back, and 
Uh, it took all day, little frustration back and forth, you know, and I was respectful. I wasn't cursing. I wasn't screaming at anybody. It was just a lot of messages through our, our communication app. Um, but I fought back and I said, hey, you guys, you know, I started softly. You, you know, I was speaking to my DM, you know, I got plans. You know, you know, you knew we already talked about it, you know. And uh, first couple of responses was like, yeah, I know, man, you know, I'll see what I can do. But you may still have to do this. And I'm like, I'm not going to do it. You figure it out. Like, I understand, but we have plans. Like, my your your word and our word, we talked about it. It's like it's bond. Like, I made plans, and I spent some money, and I'm not going to back back down at it just because last minute you guys want to change plans. Now, I under, I would understand mm-hmm. another aspect of it in, in my scenario, you know, just me knowing is that it was going to Laredo to our main terminal, and I know in Laredo, it's, it's it kind of crosses the border. It doesn't necessarily leave that day. So I was like, "There's no need for me to be there Sunday because they're not going to go anywhere Sunday." So, mm-hmm. uh, but me not getting that response from my direct manager and just you know his first response was, um, "You know, I'm, I'll see what I can do, but you may still have to do that." He's done that to me in the past, and I know that's mm-hmm. like you're not going to do you're not going to do anything about it. You're going to expect me to just continue doing it. And mm-hmm. no, I, that's one of you know one of the first times that I, I stepped up, and I just like no, I'm not gonna do it. So f- you know, you guys figure it out. Um, I came up with a solution. Actually, Ashley and I came up with a solution, and I and what I was willing to do that still will work. You mm-hmm. know, and get the load over there on on Monday morning, and that's what we did. I mean, it worked fine. It was three thirty in the afternoon uh, on Friday before I got the yeah okay. Uh, that's fine. Deliver on Monday. But yeah, I had to push all day long. Like I stopped several times, <laughs> several times during, during yeah. my transit on 20 to chat. Cause of course I can't chat while I, while I'm driving. So I stopped Drive. several times, but yeah, I mean, you have to, at the same time, like you have to be willing as far as going back, you have to be willing to make changes for yourself. And sometimes you have to be willing to fight back and say no. You know, your boss will be requiring you to, you know, work too many hours of overtime and you're losing family time or you're losing time that you could be working on your business. You know, yes, I understand you have to feed your family and all that. But sometimes you can think about what the scenario is and the circumstances and either find another job that can work better to your schedule. if They're not willing to do anything, but be willing to have that talk and not be afraid to have that talk. Like give give the all the opportunities that you feel you can give to that other person in your you know job your boss whatever you know respectfully and communicating as best as you can to adjust. But at the end of the day, it's it's your life. At the end of the day, you have to kind of find what works for you. And if they're if they're just being like uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> asshole. Yeah, as they're just being that about it, you know, you you have to make a change. Stand up for yourself, you know, one point of fashion. Um, you know, if you're a truck driver, a lot of guys here like wintertime. You know, we don't drive. I don't. I won't drive in bad weather if I'm if I don't feel safety. I'm gonna say no. But there are companies out there that would, you know, they call it forced dispatch and they push drivers. And you guys have seen these accidents on the roadway. A lot of truck drivers, semis, you know, crashes and pileups, and it's, it's messed up. Um, now, yeah. I will say that probably 75% of that is drivers just trying to push themselves because they want to make a buck. Um, 
But some of that is also uh, companies that push their drivers and tell them if you don't do it, you know, um, you're going to be fired. And there there might be rookies or, or, or drivers that are, you know, don't realize that, you know what, this class A, yeah, fire me. You can go ahead and fire me. I'm not driving and risking my life or other people's life if it's if I don't feel safe. So um, you can go ahead and fire me. I can go find a job tomorrow. <laughs> there's, right. there's plenty of jobs yeah, with, out yeah, there. Yeah, with that class, class A, yeah, you can definitely, there's always companies looking for drivers. So yeah. Yeah, that's definitely somewhere. That's not a good threat to use. I'll fire you. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> no, not in, not in, not in this, not in this. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Not in, not in this business. Definitely not in this business. Yeah. If you have a good driving record and you have that license and you're a good driver, definitely not something yeah, to use. To, yeah, that's a good thing to have. Yeah, I mean, man, I, I really don't even have a whole lot to add to that, man. I'm, I know we're getting close to our time frame, but something I will say is I agree with you, man. It's sometimes you do have to know when to say no. I mean, you know, and especially if it's affecting a lot of other things or if you've already made plans, because see, like you said, what happens is they do it once, you break down and say yes, and then all of a sudden, they expect you to do it every time. I mean, I, I had the same thing going on at the company I just told you guys I worked at that owned the Chevron stations. They used to always ask me, um, Hey man, someone called in, you know, can you come in and cover their shift and Hey, you get more money to put you in the overtime. And it's like, dude, I don't care about that. I've got a business that I'm trying to get off the ground. Cause I know that ultimately working there with working for this company is not going to make me the wealth that I believe I deserve. This is only going to make me a little bit of money in order for me to see the wealth. I want to see, I got to do something that's going to be, you know, my own, not something that's going to be somebody else's own because no matter, no matter what job you find, if it's not a job that's, and when I say high paying, I'm talking about jobs that pay, you know, like a mechanic in the sense of they charge the company or charge you a hundred dollars an hour to work on your car. If it's not a job that's paying you a hundred dollars an hour, or $50 an hour, or $40 an hour, or we'll say even $20, $28, dollars an hour, then you're not going to ever achieve the wealth that you truly are going to, um, that you truly desire to, 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 to have. If you want to be a millionaire, that's not going to make you a millionaire unless you're able to live with someone else, not pay a single bill ever, and you can just keep stacking each check that comes in. Right. And just only spend, you know, bare minimum, then eventually you'll save enough to become a millionaire. But realistically, that is not life. You're going to have to pay bills. You're going to have other things you have to do. So there's no way to get around just being able to save that kind of money. So at some point, you have to look at these things you're trying to achieve and say, okay, okay, I'm doing this particular thing right now while while I'm building my, you know, whatever it's going to be while I'm building that. So, but there's going to come a time where the teeter totter is going to start to change. I'm starting to go more from working and helping someone else achieve their goals as far as wealth goes to where I'm going to start achieving more of my goals. So now that teeter totter is starting to sway a little bit more your way to where you're starting to be more on the higher end, where you're more 
your business or whatever it is you're working on is more important than this other thing over here. And, you know, and, and that's where you have to decide in those moments where, okay, how much do I want to swing the teeter totter in my favor and not the company's favor or the job's favor or whatever it might be. And that's where you have to really look at yourself and say, okay, what is it that I'm trying to achieve? And am I going to be willing to keep letting this thing over here take all of my time, which makes it harder for me to really get the thing I'm really going after going. And so sometimes you just got to be willing to say no. Yep. Sometimes you got to jump. You just got to jump by faith or jump by, you know, you don't trust yourself. If you feel you got all your rows in a, you know, your ducks in a row and you're halfway set up and you're, you're good to go and it starts pushing that teeter totter, just jump. I tell you, just jump. Yep. The, bet, the, the worst thing can happen is that you failed. Or you, you learn for that failure and you get back up and you adjust your plan and you keep at it. But, uh, yep. you know, it, it happens. Now, it's not that you're going to jump and always succeed, but you might. Who knows? But you never know unless you do. But uh, that's true. But that's, that's true. good, man. I think uh, I think we're good, man. We're giving we're giving you guys several topics today. I know, and I, I, we haven't said it since the beginning. I know we, we missed a week. Uh, we we weather and schedules unfortunately didn't pan out, but uh, we keep working at it. You got the episode, guys. We're gonna keep be here, and we're gonna be working at it. We hope you uh, learn a little bit of our two cents this week to add to your dollar that you're you're still. St- jamming you know january's over here comes february and i know we we all look at, we all looking at uh, <laughs> i know it, fl- it flew super fast man it's super fast so uh it's flying i say time doesn't stop for anybody you gotta keep working True. you gotta keep moving so with this guys appreciate you guys tuning back in this week again you can follow us on instagram at emotion podcast or go search us on Facebook and Emotion Podcast as well and join the group. As always, from your brother Leon and your brother Luis, thanks you for being with us. We hope you enjoy the two cents. And remember to stay in motion. <laughs>